Hello, it's me, Sam, and this is my podcast. I'm so glad you're listening. Thank you. Uh, I am recording today because uh, I made a semi-loose promise to try to record and post on Mondays and Fridays, and so if I record today, maybe I'll be able to post this and have it available for you on Fridays. Like I said before, one of the things that I've read when I've, the few times that I've done any research about how to do a podcast, as you can tell, I do not know what I'm doing. Um, It says that one of the most important things is to have a consistent posting schedule. And I'm going to be honest with you, I've said this before, there's not really much of anything that's very consistent in my life. Uh, I can, I make, I make my best efforts, but, uh, it's always, everything's always kind of up in the air, but I'm going to, I'm going to just do it when I can do it and I can do it today. I have a 37 minute drive to pick up the baby. So I'm going to work on recording this right now. Um, I have some really exciting news. If you've listened, um, up until this point, um, great. If not, let me give you a, let me give you a recap. Uh, I try not to make these episodes build on each other. Like, you don't have to listen to episode 1 through 44 to understand this one. Um, so, I wanted... Uh, let me give you a recap. I, about... It'll be three years in April, I think. In March or April. I, um, officially... I became licensed as a foster parent. And I, uh, I was single at the time. I became licensed as a single person. And at that time, I was, I'm licensed with an agency um, that typically only places children that are older or sibling groups. I could explain the whole breakdown of it, but it's, it's boring, basically. <laughs> but when I felt like that foster care was the direction that God was leading me, I, um, it just the circumstances played out to where and I think I talked about this in some of my previous videos, so I don't want to be redundant, but I ended up having an interaction with a gentleman who was the director of a foster care agency and he essentially asked me it was the same day that I was walking out of the um, children's services building where I had worked for the previous I don't even know, seven years, and I was changing job. I changed jobs already, and it was my final exit interview, and I happened to see him, this gentleman, in the, um, like, on the walkway on a bench as I was walking out, and I went over to talk to him because he's a trainer, and I wanted to just tell him that, you know, I didn't know if I'd ever see him again because he specifically trains for child welfare agencies and their caseworkers, this is more, this is like, I said I wasn't going to be redundant and here, and I'm like telling a lot of details. It's hard to just give minimal information because there's a lot of factors, but let me get to the point. So essentially I went over to tell him like, he's hilarious. He's a Christian. I I really, so I went over to tell him like, Hey, I I really appreciate you. I, I just want to tell you, I'm so thankful for your trainings and for your heart, for children, and everything that you do. And he looked at me without really any response, handed me his business card, and asked me, point blank said, because I told him, I said, I'm, I said, <coughs> I said, you wouldn't believe this. I'm just now coming out 
um, of the agency from my exit interview, I quit. I'm no longer um, working for child welfare because I really thought that I would retire from there. I really thought that that was my life. Like that was the job that I was going to have until retirement. I had planned out my retirement date. Like I had a retirement calculator. I had no intentions of ever leaving that agency. Um, and obviously like sidebar, I can 100% see how God orchestrated even that job change because I would have never been able to foster with the demand of the schedule and the appointments and everything that goes along with having both of these babies if I was working at Children's Services. There's no way. I would never have been able to manage it. So anyway, he looked at me, handed me his business card and said, so are you ready to become a foster parent now? And I was like... I'm sorry, what? No, like I'm, I'm quitting that world. Like I'm now I work with old people. I'm not doing anything in foster care anymore or children or child welfare. Like I'm done with that world. And, but him saying that and just the circumstances that surrounded, um, that conversation I've always had since I was 15 years old and went to an orphanage for the first time in Mexico I've always had a heart and a, a burden for um, the orphans, orphan children, and for abandoned children. And so I had done work in that area my whole adult life, but never really knew, like, how that was going to play out after I left child welfare and stopped doing that type of work. Um, and so anyway, fast forward almost three years later... Um, I am getting ready. I just actually um, finished a phone call with an attorney, and I will be meeting with her tomorrow to go over all of the paperwork and fill everything out, and then um, I will, within the next six weeks, we'll have a court date to finalize the adoption of both of my babies. So excited so happy I mean I just I just say this I keep saying this and I'm gonna say it again I've said it on Instagram I've said it on Facebook I'm gonna say it here like if you have any doubts about who God is or if you want to know like from a practical perspective of how amazing God is like please let me tell you every detail of this story of these children and their lives and how God has protected them and just it's just incredible like I I I almost feel like I don't know not embarrassed but just like I feel so small when I think about how big this story is and how big like God worked in this situation and used me and used my older two children and used just details that I'm sorry. Like, I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe in chance. If, if you could hear every detail and every circumstance and how those things had worked out and how, um, just like goofy details that are in place that 
that God cares and he knows our heart and he knows what the desires of our hearts are and he you know he will bring those things to fruition for those who follow and serve and love him and I I'm not great I'm not saying like pat myself on the back because I definitely screw up on a regular basis every hour easily if not more (laughs) every day all day um but I one thing I did when I kind of talked to when I first started um you know and thinking about being a foster parent and talking about it is that I uh I just really opened my heart and said, God, whatever you have, like whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. I know for sure that I'm supposed to go through this process of becoming a foster parent. After that, like I'm up for anything. I'm available. I'm willing. And so here we are. Oh, over two years later, um, let's see, Mia came to me on September 17th of 2016 so she's pushing two and a half at this point. Actually, she'll probably be like really close to being two and a half um, when her adoption date comes around. And then Max came to me December 20th of 2018. And so he'll be just a little bit over one. And um, yeah, I'm going to legally be their mom forever. And I am just blown away and so thankful and so, so humbled and grateful and it's it feels like a lot of pressure I don't know why so much more in this situation than what it does in the um in the case of my biological children because I guess this this scenario is the same God chose me to be my biological children's mother and God chose me to be the mother for these children. I don't know. It just feels heavier. It feels heavier because they do, obviously, they do have a first mom. They do have a biological mother. And so, um, yeah, it just really feels like, it just feels bigger than me. I feel very small. I feel very, like, like humbled and just overwhelmed by by all of the details and circumstances surrounding this this situation. So I wanted to share that with y'all. I'm really excited. I already posted on Instagram and Facebook because I cannot contain myself. I'm just pumped. Um, so yeah, if you follow me on social media, get ready for it because I'm about to blast. I'm about to blast you with all the pictures, all kinds of pictures of these babies. Um, they're beautiful. Like they are the absolute, like, you. I'm sorry. I know your children are cute, but these kids are top notch. They're so pretty. They're so sweet and good. And I just, I just love them. I just love them a lot. And I'm so, so grateful to be their mom. For both of them, the time has already come and gone to where I, I don't even think of them as foster children anymore. That thought never crosses my mind. So really like this is just, this is just paper you know, this court date, because as far as I'm concerned, like I have felt 100% like their mom for a long time. It was a much quicker with Max because 
He was he never had any visits with his parents. His um, termination of parental rights went a lot quicker. Um, with Mia, it took. A, I mean, I was bonded and attached to her quickly, but as far as thinking of her as a foster child, that lasted for a little bit longer because she did have a regular contact with her biological parents for about a year and then um and then I quickly you know just I just don't think about it anymore I don't when I hold them when I look at them when I take them when we go places with all four kids like they're my kids all four of them like there's I don't feel any differently towards the, the younger two than I do my older two um so I just think it's amazing like how God can kind of knit our hearts together with another human being that was this 100% a stranger. Like, it's crazy enough that you grow a baby in your body, and then when that baby is born, the first time you see him, you love him 100%. You would kill somebody, like, you would protect him, you provide for him, you do anything for him. You feel that, or most people, you know, would feel that way towards a baby when they when they have a baby and so for God to work my heart and thousands of other foster parents and adoptive parents in the world to work our hearts in a way that we are I am bonded and knitted together just as if I would have birthed these children I just think is just incredible it's just all of it all that's amazing so anyway that's a little laugh update about to get about to get exciting because we're going to have court. I found out that it's going to court's going to be on a Friday, Friday morning. So my kids are going to have to miss school because they're going to have to be there. And then I got to try to plan a party because you know you got to have a party. You got to have an open house or something. Let a bunch of people come around and eat cake. You got to have a cake. You know all that stuff. I, gotta, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know if I want to have matching T-shirts. I don't know if I want to do like some pictures or some signs. I, I don't. I don't know. I want it to kind of be low key because I, these are these two are babies, and like I really don't want it to be so much hype that they're like exhausted and miserable the whole day. Like I just want it to be a good, fun day, and I want them to enjoy it, and I want us all to enjoy it, and for them not to be like crying and flipping out because they're exhausted because we've tried to like put too many things in one day I'm I'm already trying to figure out how I'm gonna buy waterproof mascara because it's about to be some waterworks and here's the other thing I'm really feeling like why hire a, a photographer because all I do is ugly cry I don't have a pretty cry I don't have a cute cry it's full-on like Quasimodo face monster face like I, it, it's bad so why do I want a photographer to capture all of that? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. But uh, I'm really excited. It's, it's going to be good times. The meet, I had that meeting today to just negotiate some of the final um, pieces. Um, I, did I even talk about this? Like, I'm talking about, like I've said it already. I had a meeting today. This was the final meeting before I could contact an attorney and start the actual adoption legal legal side of the process. So that meeting went really well, much better than I expected, and um, really encouraging. Um, just really, really thankful 
so, so thankful. The cool thing too, um, has been that a lot of the people that I'm working with who, um, at children's services, I used to work with and like, I'm friends with them. I'm friends with them on Facebook. I talk to them. Like I know their kids. I've met their spouses. And so it's really been cool to like, like today I went into the, um, child welfare office and like saw people that I used to work with and, um, the uh, supervisor who facilitated the meeting today was like one of my first supervisors when I started working there 12 years ago. So it's just been really neat. Like I could not, I, I don't know. I know I keep saying the same thing over and over, but like God has just just worked in so many details and so many factors of this whole situation to just to the point that like it's just it blows my mind it just is just amazing so anyway um I want to move on I'm going to go ahead and move on to the topic because I don't want to have this be too long of an episode today um let me go ahead and turn this map off so it's not blasting in the background because I know where I am now. I wanted to talk to about today about a, uh, a situation, I guess you'd call it, that I had yesterday. Um, and then just wanted to talk about just this topic just in general. Anyway, let me get into it. So, um, yesterday... Well, here, let's, let's just back up. For the new year, you know, everybody does resolutions. I've already talked about when I did my, I think two episodes ago, I talked about showing up for 2019 and, you know, new year, new me, being your best self, live your best life, however, whatever kind of corny uh, <laughs> hashtag you want to add on to it, but... I, for me, it wasn't so much about 2019, like the new year actual date didn't really, wasn't really like significant to me. What was significant was a couple of things. My kids going back to school from Christmas break, I'm just being honest with you, because that meant like back to routine, back to schedule, back to me being able to like schedule my days consistently to meet some of the habits and to in, implement some of the habits that I wanted to start. So it wasn't like, I don't want them to be with me. I don't, I want them to be in school, but I mean, they needed to go back to school for me. Honest. <laughs> no, but it was more so about that, like them going back to school. And then that following Monday, which was actually just this past Monday was like, that was for me, like that might as well have been January 1st because that Monday for me was kind of the start of me trying to really implement some, um, habits that I'm trying to be disciplined about. And, uh, so yeah. So one thing that I did that you might check out is I downloaded an app on my phone called, I think it's just called habits. Let me look at it real quick because I'm, I'm all about making sure y'all have accurate information. Yeah, sure enough, it's called Habits. And it actually has, it has like a little uh, circle arrow on it if you're looking for it in your app store. And so what it has on it is however many 
habits you are trying to implement into your life, you can add on add them on there. You can add 20 at a time if you wanted to. I don't recommend that because that seems like a lot to take on. But you can add on as many as you want. So I added on five. And actually, some of them um, I started doing before it even got to be this Monday. So my habits that I added were uh, YMCA slash home workout. Um, I want to eat keto consistently, which is low carb, high fat, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's talking about it. Um, I want to eat that way and not just that way. But for me, like when I wrote keto, I knew what that meant. Like I knew that meant healthy, more vegetables, healthier, you know, I know what it means. That's what I want to eat. So I'm basically eating healthy. That's what I'm, what I'm, what I should have wrote. Um, vitamins. Look, I'm trying to be an adult. I'm trying to take vitamins every day. And, um, and so that's one of the ones on there. And actually for the vitamins habit, I have an alarm, like a reminder. So I set it to remind me that I need to take my vitamins. And so every day at noon, because that's when I eat for my first meal of the day, I get a, a notification to take my vitamins. Now, do I ever, ever like am able to take them right then? Not always, but at least it's on my phone and it's like a reminder. And so I don't clear it off of my notifications until I actually take the vitamins. And then my last two um, habits, I probably should have put this one first, but my next one is my Bible study. Um, I started a new um, read your Bible in the, in a year program. And so I, I have done different things over the years. I've done Bible studies every day. I've done different reading programs. I've done different things, but I've been fairly consistent with that, but I've not, um, tracked my consistency and I've not like, I guess, I mean, obviously I could see in the plan, like if I'm reading every day or not, but I just wanted to have it on there because I wanted to, I want to make sure that that time and like my prayer time is a time that is definitely something that is consistently a habit every single day. So that's on there. And then my last one is water. Um, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that I had a really bad addiction to diet soda. I have cut that out 99. I cut it out completely. I'm going to be honest. I cut it out completely for about six weeks, two months. And now I might have a diet something, either Diet Coke, Diet Mountain Dew, maybe once a week, if that. Um, so, you know, like we went to Mexican the other night, I got water because all they had was diet Pepsi and gross. I'm not drinking a diet Pepsi. If I'm going to drink anything, if I'm going to break my habit and have a diet drink, I drink no dumb diet Coke or diet Pepsi. So that was my other one is water. I have this giant gallon water jug that has all these time, time ticker tick mark down things on the side of it that's supposed to help you to drink enough water like drink a whole gallon of water a day it's impossible I've, I've yet to drink an entire gallon of water in one day because uh if I did that all I would be doing would be going to the bathroom non-stop sorry 
it's just it's TMI. I don't know. I got a small bladder or something, but I can do it. But I do try to at least make what I drink out of that bottle is water every every day. So, so yeah, I would just encourage you to maybe check that app out if you have a hard time. I know for me, discipline and sticking to things for longer for extended periods of time is absolutely 100% one of the hardest things that I struggle with. Um, I actually, uh, a friend of mine that I went to college with, I'm going to pull this up. Whoa. What's that car doing? Did y'all hear that? Did not sound good. Um, I went to college with her and she posted something on her Facebook quite a while ago or like right at the, not, not a while ago at the beginning of the year. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. This is exactly what I need to remind myself of. Like when I start to make justifications about it being the weekend and oh, I can cheat and what's the big deal? I've been doing so well. This quote, I don't know who said it. Maybe she said it. I don't know, but she had it on her Facebook and then I screenshotted it. I didn't even tell her. I 100% stole it from her. I don't know who said it, but it says, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. And I thought that is like exactly what I need to remind myself of because as far as I'm concerned, like all of the things that I'm doing um, on that habit list are for the purpose of like being able to be my best for God's service and in like for my children and for my health. And so I need to like stop making excuses and, and try to be and continue to work on being as disciplined as possible with these things. So that was way more backstory than you needed. But knowing all of that, fast forward to yesterday, which was Wednesday. On the days that I don't have like morning appointments for the kids, I have my plan has been to go to the Y after I drop my daughter and the out, my daughter off at school and then the baby's off at their sitter. What I've been trying to do um, is it does require I do pl- want to leave my house a little bit earlier to drop my daughter off earlier at school so that I can, I just have it in my mind, like a timeline of when to drop her off. Like it just needs to be about 10 to 15 minutes earlier than what I, what I do on a normal day. So, um, I've been doing that. I've been getting up earlier. Um, so that requires like not only packing a bag, like, but like packing all of my work clothes from head to toe, and then I always take a shower there. So towel, uh, washcloth, you know, get, you know what a shower is, obviously. So that, that bag has to be packed. I have to, I pack my water because I'm trying to eat, um, you know, healthy foods and also, oh, I don't have this on my habit list, but it's definitely a habit that I'm implementing is that I am sticking to, if you know Dave Ramsey and his crazy self, I'm sticking to a very strict Dave Ramsey-ish budget. And so one of those things that I've, um, because of that, that I've really eliminated is eating out. So I have, I have my gym bag. I have my, uh, 
my water bottle, which is a gallon jug. Like, it's bigger than a milk ga- milk jug. Like, it's huge. And it's big, heavy plastic. It's heavy. Um, and then I have uh, my lunch box, which is like a mini cooler that I pack my lunch. Um, I also have my work bag slash briefcase slash purse deal has all my tablets and blah 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 in it and then I have the baby's bag and then I have to carry the baby and also hold me his hand when I walk out the door (laughs) so getting all like orchestrating all of those things every morning I 100% realize that I should be getting a lot of these things ready the night before to make the morning go as smoothly as possible I I agree with you like you don't have to convince me I I agree (laughs) I just have so many other things to do at night that I haven't really got there yet but that's a goal um and so the mornings are a little bit chaotic because I'm trying to remember like something as simple as if I forget to pack my work shoes your girl's wearing tennis shoes with work pants for the rest of the day, like dress black pants, <laughs> and it's a mess. So, just trying to remember, like head to toe, making sure that I have everything packed for work, making sure that I have a towel, because then if it get, I've done that before. I've gone to the gym, taken a shower, and realized that I forgot to pack a towel. And then I'm like, drying off with my sweaty workout clothes because I don't want to dry off with my clean clothes because then I'm walking out of there and my clean clothes are I mean it's a it's a mess so anyway yesterday I went to pour some milk it already been kind of chaotic like I hadn't got up early enough that was the main problem and so I was rushing my seven-year-old oh my goodness bless her heart she had her I guarantee you like, if they were to test her DNA, she either, there's a couple of possibilities. Either she has the DNA or partial DNA of a sloth, or she's got molasses in her blood. I've never seen a child move so slow in my life. I've also never seen a child be so distracted and not be able to stay on task. I feel like all I do is tell her, focus, focus, mind your business, focus, mind your business. Like, I want to put it on a recorder and just have a button that I can push. So, I'm constantly fussing at her. I'm trying to keep her on track. I'm obviously trying to get all my stuff together, get the babies all together, get them out the door. So, I'm pouring, this is where it all started to go south. I'm pouring the baby some milk because he's starting to drink out of a cup now a little bit here and there. I spill milk. It was a new gallon. And I spill milk everywhere. So, here we go. It's it's falling apart. And then, so, the, you know, you spill milk. Okay, whatever. But I'm, like, rushing. Like, I don't have time for anything extra. So, then I'm spending time cleaning up milk. You got to mop it because then it's going to be sticky and gross. So, I'm mopping. I'm cleaning the island. I'm cleaning all the bar stools. I got milk all over them. Whatever. Then I go over um, to like gather up these six million bags and car seat and everything that I have. And I pull on my lunchbox to pick it up. And my gallon jug of water falls off the island. And it didn't land directly on him, thank God, or probably would have cracked his skull. This thing is so huge and heavy, but it landed on the edge of the car seat and then kind of rolled onto his head. (laughs) Bless his heart. (laughs) 
Um, and so then, and then it fell onto the ground and the top popped open and water spilled everywhere. And not just water. I use crystal light because I hate water. And so you got to add a little flavor. I use a little bit of crystal light to give it a little bit of flavor. So it's like red, like just spilled all over the floor. Um, and so there was a couple of other things that happened, a couple other things that I'd forgot. I had to go back upstairs. I couldn't find socks, blah, blah, blah. And so I literally crouched down on the floor of my kitchen, baby's crying because his head just got busted. There's water everywhere. I'm already like stressed out trying to get out the door. And I said, I screamed, cut it out, Satan. Enough. And then I said, Jesus, help me. Because in that moment, I felt so strongly that these little stupid things that were happening were nothing more than the enemy 100% trying to knock me off my game, to knock me out of these commitments, to, to end my discipline, and to keep me from doing these things that I'm trying to commit to doing. And so I just screamed it. I screamed it. Enough. Enough. And then I begged Jesus for help, and I continued to pray for help. Now, as a final kick in the pants, I left my coffee sitting on the counter, and then closed out the day when I came home with spilling that entire thermos of coffee all over my countertop and floor. So I'm not telling you that by screaming that, things immediately straightened out, because it definitely was not the case. But I just wanted to say, I, I wanted to just share with you all today and say that I just think that there are moments in our lives when we feel attacked or when we feel like nothing is going right, everything is messing up, everything's falling apart, why is everything so difficult? I think in those moments, we need to claim Jesus and we need to say to Satan, look at my God, you better back off and and claim God and and use that time to call out to God and to say, protect me from the enemy. Please draw me close to you. Please help me to continue to stay on track with the things that I want to do, whether it's uh, sobriety or finances or sexuality or whatever it is. The enemy does not want to see us be consistent in our pursuit of being better. He wants to see us fail. He wants to see us screw up. He wants to see us. The last thing that the enemy ever wants, that the devil ever wants, is for us to be consistent or disciplined in our faith and in our lives. And so in the moments where you feel attacked or you feel like, my goodness, why can't anything go right? Why does it feel so hard? All I'm trying to do is go to the gym and not be a big old fat girl. Like, I just am trying to be healthy. Come on, give me a break already. In those moments, just claim God and call out to God and and just be confident in who God is and know that he's, he's, he's with you. And, he, and, and in that moment, I'm sure I screamed at Satan. I screamed at, <laughs> I screamed at the devil. I told him back off. 
because you know how I was able to do that? Because I'm confident. I'm confident in who my God is. And I'm confident that my God is stronger than the devil. And, and I don't, and you can attack me all day long. Keep attacking me. You know what? It's hard. I freaking hate it. I feel like everything that I do is really difficult and nothing really ever works out the way that people like, this is why I won't go to a chiropractor because you know, you sign a waiver, I guess I'm assuming that says like only 0.2% of people who have ever come to a chiropractor have, uh, have ended up being paralyzed because they break their backs. Yeah. I'm in that 0.2% guaranteed 100%. So it's like, Everything feels difficult. Everything, you know, is usually a struggle in my world. Things don't go like they're supposed to go. Um, I've said before, like, I feel like I have a perpetual black cloud over my head. And that's okay. You know what? Bring it on. Like, I know who my God is. And if it's hard, it's hard. But I'm not going to let that deter me from what I need to do. And I'm not going to let that stop me from uh, trying to be my best self. So... I just encourage you to do the same. Like, don't give up. Don't back down. You feel discouraged. Fine. But get right back up. Keep doing it. If you slip, if you cheat, if you don't follow through with your habits or your discipline that you're trying to implement into your life, um, just keep getting back up. Keep doing it. Keep trying. Keep working. And praying that God would give you the strength and the determination to be able to do that. So that's that. That's all I got. Uh, stay strong, stay committed, keep with your goals. If you've made goals or resolutions or dream boards, planning, whatever you're doing, stick with it. Don't give up. And, uh, let me know if there's anything that you need. Send me a message. Let's talk. Uh, you can contact me at insta.me.sam at gmail.com or you can find me on social media at the same on Instagram. It's not me dot Sam dot podcast. I don't know if I said that right for my email. I'm distracted right now, to be honest. Um, and so that's it. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I will talk to y'all the next time. All right. Bye.